when you think of a statue, it's almost like a frozen moment in time visually. And that moment in time is often laden with symbols of white supremacy and incomplete history. Last July, amidst growing public pressure and protests, Mayor Lightfoot ordered the removal of the Columbus statue in Grant Park in the middle of the night. A committee was then formed to address Chicago's more than 500 monuments and public artworks asking, what and whose stories do they tell? Today is Monday, April 5th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Jennifer Scott is the co-chair of the Chicago Monuments Project, the committee tasked with asking those tough questions. 41 monuments have already been flagged. We talk ahead of the committee's first public meeting on Wednesday. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. Vigils and rallies will continue this afternoon in Little Village to remember 13-year-old Adam Toledo. The boy was shot and killed by a Chicago police officer last week. And at this point, that's basically all we know about what happened. The latest is that the agency that investigates police, the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, has reversed course on releasing video footage of the shooting. Originally, they said they couldn't, but now they say they'll release it within the next couple of months. Bronzeville's Mercy Hospital, Chicago's oldest hospital, finalized the deal this weekend to keep the doors open, y'all. Insight Chicago, a Michigan-based nonprofit, agreed to purchase the hospital after a long year of uncertainty. And while local community leaders are excited and celebrating the news, they're still demanding a seat at the table. Some good news. Chicago is opening two new mass vac sites today, one at Chicago State University in Roseland and the other outside of Wrigley Field. Now, that's also where the Cubs take on the Brewers tonight at 7, so get a vax, a hot dog, and a little bit of baseball. Then at 9, the Sox face off with the Mariners up in Seattle. That's your news for Monday, April 5th. Remember, for more Chicago stories, check out our daily newsletter and sign up at citycast.fm slash Chicago. Stay with us. So last summer's call for justice for George Floyd and many other black men and women killed by police were also cries to dismantle white supremacy at large. I mean, literally. In Grant Park, protesters tried to tear down the Christopher Columbus statue. But Mayor Lightfoot took down the statue in the middle of the night to avoid further clashes between police and protesters. I, I don't think they expected us to get as much video footage of that as we did. Uh, but the Columbus statue and 40 other public monuments are up for review by a committee of historians, artists, and curators. One of them is Jennifer Scott. She's the co-chair of the Chicago Monuments Project. Jennifer, welcome to CityCast Chicago. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you tell me how were those 41 flagged? Was it the group? Uh, some people say it came directly from the mayor's office. Can you clear up some of that for us? <laughs> it did not come directly from the mayor's office. <laughs> Uh, the Department of Cultural Affairs, Art and Cultural Historians did the initial assessment to make sense of the material. Then they brought it to the co-chairs 
And then we brought it to the committee to workshop and make adjustments and to brainstorm around. I understand your goal, a part of this committee, is to make recommendations, to assess the monuments uh, that are present across the city of Chicago. But at the end of this, what is it, a five or six step process, does that end with you all having the power to tear down or remove these monuments? Or is it simply providing recommendations that may or may not be taken up? No recommendations have been made yet (laughs) because we're still listening. We're doing a lot of listening to see what people care about. And that's that's really the heart and soul of this project. In the end, we want to make a report of multifaceted recommendations that span the the spectrum uh, between leaving monuments up and their removal. So there's a lot in between there. There's a lot of context that can be added. There's signage, there's modifications, there's alternative monuments. There's all sorts of um, recommendations that are possible. I mean, I'm looking at some of the monuments like the Republic, the defense. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. A few years ago, I walked past the defense downtown. I believe it's right off of what Wacker in Michigan. And I'm not going to lie to you. My question, Jennifer, was like, how the hell is this up? Like, this doesn't... <laughs> It looks like a fight between a group of indigenous uh, peoples and then a group of, I don't know what type of soldiers these are. But what's messed up is that if you look around, there are clearly bodies on the ground. It looks like the um, American soldier is like protecting a group of people where it looks like the indigenous man, like, like it looks like the people behind him are also attacking. We know how this story ended forcing indigenous people to live on reservations. They still sort of remain in, um, as an oppressed underclass. You know, how have these monuments been allowed to kind of stay for so long? It's like the narrative of Christopher Columbus. We didn't just come to start complicating it recently. Right, right. Well, one answer is that a lot of people walk by and don't do what you do, mm-hmm. what you did. They don't even see the monuments. Mm. <laughs> They've become invisible, invisible, almost normalized in the landscape. So a part of the project is us inviting the public to do what you did, to go and look at them and see and see how what they represent. Uh, a number of the, the monuments and sculptures that have been flagged, like the defense, um, a plaque called Kinsey Mansion that sort of mm-hmm. marks the first non-native white child born. I mean, there's you see this kind of theme of um, white bringers of civilization to those who are deemed less civilized or, quote, savages. And um, it's really offensive and really harmful. And so those are the ones that we've flagged for more discussion and more attention uh, because they really do only tell part of the story. We're talking about the debate over Chicago's public monuments. We've got more to come. Stick around. Hey, it's Simona Licea here. I am the producer at CityCast Chicago, and I'm here to ask you to please rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us more easily. And you might be thinking, I'm just sending this into the void. No one's going to listen. I just want to tell you, I personally read each review that we get on Apple Podcasts, and we love hearing from you. We love hearing your thoughts and what you want to hear on the show. So please rate and review us on whatever app you're using. And thank you so much. 
Were there any comments or threads from the public that surprised you? Uh, and what were they saying about it? Well, I think probably the biggest surprise, because so much of um, the activism, thankfully from the activists, sparked this initiative uh, around Columbus. We expected to see much more about Columbus, the Columbus statues, which are flagged. Um, but we're actually seeing more uh, reactions to Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, Washington. The monuments of Lincoln show, you know, sort of celebrate his background as a statesman, as the great emancipator. But what it doesn't also talk about is his complicity in Indian removal. It represents more of the monuments that don't tell the full story. So we just want to rethink of how we can talk about that without having any erasures about those important histories that um, made Chicago what it is today. Uh, so I have a two-part, and it's my last question before I let you go. Uh, you know, as a public or as a historian, is there a monument or a piece of public art that looks like the future you're imagining? And is there a monument or public art that you think needs to go? No questions asked. You know, oh gosh, those are such great questions. Okay, you know, the one that I point to often is um, Brian Stevenson's Equal Justice Initiative, the National uh, Memorial on Lynching and the Legacy Museum which is in, in Montgomery, Alabama, and marking this, you know, relatively... The first of its kind. The first of its kind, relatively invisible history to a lot of people that's been really, nobody wants to talk about, but really looking at not only, you know, the more than 4,000 um, lynchings that happened in this country, but also the history of state-sanctioned violence. People of African descent and people of color from the museum marks from slavery to mass incarceration. And it's incredibly clear what the memorial is to, to this entire, you know, tragic history could have been prevented, but that should be remembered. And then your second question, which one should definitely go? Um, you know, when I, when I started teaching about this 20 years ago, I really felt like everything that's harmful should come down and the more that I learn, the more that I'm realizing that you can sometimes make a much more powerful statement with that, with a monument actually still standing. I think there's definitely depictions of Native Americans, people of color that, that are, are very hard to take, that are offensive. And those are probably the ones that I would have the strongest reaction to. But I, but I also think that um, there's an opportunity to creatively think about how to even make a more powerful statement. I agree with you. If we just tear down and put these things in museums or away, and we actually don't complicate their histories or discuss them, we're doing a disservice. But like you said, if we leave them up unmodified, uh, th then we're also sort of continuing down, uh, uh, you know, sort of the path we were already on. Um, again, I had the great honor of talking with curator and historian Jennifer Scott, who is also the co-chair of the Chicago Monuments Project. Jennifer, again, thank you so much for talking with us here at CityCast Chicago. Thank you, Jacoby. It's been a pleasure. I mentioned at the top the Monuments Committee is having its first public meeting on Wednesday. For info on how to participate, check the show notes. Before I let you go, Bulls fans, we did it. We finally ended that six-game losing streak when we beat the Nets yesterday afternoon. No, don't ask who was playing. We beat the Nets yesterday. 
That's your show for Monday, April 5th. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.